All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. What's good? Happy Monday presented by PointsBet Canada. It's the Monday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga with you. No Jay Rosehill today, but three hits with Rosie is coming up. In about five minutes from now, lots to recap. Rosie and I were together in Edmonton this past weekend, so stay tuned for some of our antics in Rosie's three hits and also uh, his general thoughts on a busy, busy weekend for the Maple Leafs. Should they have escaped with four points? Probably not, but I think Matt Murray and the revenge look on Saturday has a lot of uh, look to that and a big reason why the Maple Leafs did. He was outstanding in that game. So that's coming up from Rosie where he's going to break everything down from, say, the last 72 hours, not only in Leafs land, but in the land of Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa. We had a time up in Edmonton. Lots to cover on today's show. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. And don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on all things Toronto Maple Leafs as we get closer and closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now within a month, if you can believe it, until the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs, which I believe is on Monday, April 17th. So a month away, folks. Hang in there. Um, as you see right now at the Leafs Nation 401, if you're watching live on YouTube is where you can check us out, our interviews, our clips, our shorts, anything you can possibly want from this short, uh, this show, excuse me, will be available at the Leafs Nation 401. If you're not subscribed, if you're listening in podcast form right now, please subscribe at the Leafs Nation 401. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube, and we'll get to those a bit later on in the show. Should mention as well, my feature presentation on today's show coming up in about 10 minutes from now 
former Maple Leafs captain, current alumnus, does a lot of great work with the alumni situation um, and an organization. First 50 goal scorer in franchise history from the Squid and the Ultimate Leafs Fan Podcast. Rick Five is going to stop by in about 10 minutes or so from now. But for now, let's get over the boards. So the weekend recap is where we start first and foremost. How great are those St. Pat's jerseys we saw on Friday? You know, personally, I'd love to see the Leafs wear those more often. I know they're dedicated pretty much fully to St. Patrick's Day, which is always a blast, by the way. But they, they, they're awesome, man. And, and I, I love that look against the Carolina Hurricanes. And it always seems like it's the Canes, by the way, that they play in sort of these gimmick games, if you want to call it them, when they're not actually wearing their real jerseys. I believe the uh, the next-gen game or a couple of them have been against the Carolina Hurricanes. But on the ice, really, really impressive effort by the Leafs. Ilya Samsonov, I thought, was locked in, in that game, a 5-2 victory. Uh, the two bullet points I gathered from that game and the weekend in general, Morgan Riley's starting to cook. He got one and one in that game. And Austin Matthews, my goodness, watching that game on Friday, he is starting to look like Austin Matthews again which is a, a tremendous development for this Maple Leafs team. Not to say that he hasn't been Matthews of old earlier in the season, at least in bits and pieces, but he is starting to find his groove, and he looks fantastic. And I love the decals on his skates, uh, by the way, it, with those St. Patrick's jerseys, absolutely slapped. So really, really impressive effort against the Carolina Hurricanes back on Friday, took care of business. But again, those are my takeaways. Austin Matthews, number one. Morgan Riley, I guess, 1B because that's a huge development. As we've mentioned time and time again on this show, if the Leafs are going to do anything substantial this spring, they need Morgan Riley that we've seen. Even last year, I thought he was phenomenal. So that's a, a phenomenal, phenomenal development here. Morgan Riley finding his game again with the Maple Leafs. I would say Saturday was a bit of a different story. You're always going to get that on Hockey Night in Canada, specifically against the Ottawa Senators. I always like to document these Canadian teams, especially Montreal, you know, specifically as well, the Ottawa Senators. Every time they play Toronto, doesn't matter about who's on that roster, where they're at in the standings, they always give them a great run. And I have to first and foremost credit Matt Murray for A, playing in that game, because as you you know, in the morning skate on Saturday, we saw that Joseph Wall was recalled from the AHL, and I'm like, what is going on? We later find out Ilya Samsonov. That's probably what I expected watching the game on Friday. He looked a bit slow coming back coming up, I should say, from a couple of slide crosses and some split saves. And I think obviously he's dealing with something nagging, lower body. I'm no doctor, by the way. That's just me speculating. The Leafs really haven't given much in that department. But I thought it was a, a smart play to sort of rest Samsonov, especially in a backup look on a back-to-back. -back. So Murray starts that game. I think that's the most positive news I can grab from Saturday. And number two, he played excellent. Um, the biggest reason to me, the Leafs walk away with two points in that game, 48 saves, the most by a Leafs netminder this season. And it always adds when you do it to the team that traded you away last offseason. And for the most part, when Murray's been in there this year, he's actually been a great story. Two-time Stanley Cup champion, of course, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, that was a pleasant surprise, A, for Matt Murray to play, but B, to see him play the way he did. And then Alex Kerfoot. In the ninth round of the shootout, like you're getting late in shootouts when you're entering the ninth round, finishes it. And uh, the Maple Leafs probably shouldn't have walked away with two points in that game, but found a way. Um, and we've seen this so often with this team the last couple of years, especially under Sheldon Keefe, where they sort of take the foot off the pedal. Now, I hope this doesn't happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We have seen it the last couple of years, namely against the Montreal Canadiens, where they're up 3-1, you know, watching the game. It looked like a team that said, okay, you know what? We're getting set for round two. And then Montreal storms back and the Habs go all the way to the Stanley Cup finals. So 
complacency, complacency, excuse me, is the word I think Rosie used last week. And I think it was perfectly and aptly put. And I think you look at some of the games, even in recent memory, where the Leafs had their foot on the throat of the uh, the uh, Ottawa Senators, and Ottawa finds a way to come back there in the third period. So a full 60. I know it's so cliche, but that's also a takeaway from that game moving forward as we get closer and closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs. But I think the positive news, you get the points. You go four for four on the weekend, two for two in terms of the games. Riley's looking better. The goaltending was strong. And obviously, Austin Matthews is really, really starting to heat up for the Maple Leafs, not to mention Callie Yarncroke. What a revelation. What a story. So that's my recap of the weekend. For now, I'm going to turn things over to Jay Rosell. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Three Hits. You're looking at one tired puppy right now. Me and my esteemed colleague made our way to the tropical oasis of Edmonton, Alberta. And the Nation Network treated us to their 15th anniversary of their company. And we got to hang out with some oil fans in oil country. Never thought I'd really say that, to be honest with you. But hell, we had a good time. Got to watch the Oilers get a win if you're into that sort of thing. But of course, it was the main event when the Toronto Maple Leafs had their Battle of Ontario just after that game, and they also got a win. So good times had by all. Appreciate it, Nation Network. That was a blast. Number two, during that win, our friend Matt Murray got to get back in the pipes. He started back-to-backs last week and looked all right, and I thought... Then on Saturday, he really built on that. They got uh, back-to-back wins for the Maple Leafs. I don't think the guys in front of Matt Murray played as good as they could have, but nonetheless, they found a way to get a win. More importantly, a 48-save performance by Matt Murray, and he's starting to look a little more comfortable in between the pipes. He had to shake that rust off. He was going through an injury that took a little bit of time, no doubt, but it's looking as if... He's starting to feel something, and we can only hope that that is the case as we watch moving forward, creeping closer and closer to the playoffs. We would love nothing more than this man to start peaking before the most important time of the year. Number three, let's talk about some of the folks on that Maple Leafs team who are starting to peak themselves. The emergence, I would say number one right now would be Morgan Riley on the back end is starting to look a little more poised, starting to chip in, starting to look like he's taking control of the ice out there, which is something we've definitely been waiting for this season. I wouldn't say it was his greatest season thus far, but all can be forgotten if he starts to peak again right before the playoffs. That goes the same thing for Austin Matthews, maybe a little bit overshadowed by Mitch Marner's season this year, but starting to look and feel like he's doing Austin Matthews things out there, which is always good. And someone that no one's really talking about, Calais Yarncroke. Guy's stepping up 17 goals this season. He's really stepped up and got some peak goals when they're needed. And I think he looks pretty good playing with those big boys out there. And once again, if he can start to peak right before the playoffs, there's going to be nothing but happy Leafs fans out there in Leafs Nation. So let's, uh, you know, appreciate the sweep of the weekend, especially when we get to one of our rivals, the Ottawa Senators is always a bonus thing too, but I'm going to go get some shut-eye right now because I'm toast after the way those Edmontonians treated me to a night of long laughs and a little bit of drinking too. So bedtime for me. Back to you, Nick. You're taking over. I'm out of here. After watching that, we need a new segment, Bedtime with Rosie. But yes, uh, many thanks to the folks over at Oilers Nation for treating us out in Edmonton this past week. And many thanks to Rosie for stopping by Three Hits with Rosie 
here on the show and recapping a successful weekend for the Maple Leafs in the standings. Two for two, four for four in terms of points. And he highlighted a lot of the points that made it a successful weekend for the Maple Leafs. As we welcome in former Maple Leafs captain, first 50-goal scorer in franchise history. And from the Squid and the Ultimate Leafs fan podcast, it is Rick Five. How's it going, Rick? Thanks so much for doing this today. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Can't complain one bit. What was your What was your takeaway from this past weekend? Obviously, uh, a big dub on Friday, and then Matt Murray. What, what an effort on Saturday! Yeah, he, he was pretty incredible on Saturday, uh, stopping that many shots. And I mean, Ottawa pretty much that game, but up pulling. You know, a shootout win, which I thought was fantastic. And uh, the thing for me that was kind of the deadline and all those, and it looks like for the team, they got a little bit bigger on the back end, or a little bit bigger, stronger on the back end. And he had a little depth the forwards. And, you know, their, their third, fourth lines are pretty darn good and, and you know i mean he, he's he has set that thing up really well for the playoffs rick i'm just gonna ask you if you can maybe try to reconnect we're having a bit of uh issue with the, with the internet speed here so if you can do that for me that would be fantastic and i'll take the reins till we have rick uh, back on here producer alex and again rick five an absolute legend making some time for us here on the podcast we want to bring you the best uh, sort of screen we can and the best efficiency we can so hopefully uh, we can re recover here with uh with Rick Five and bring him on and bring his expertise. I always like to bring up with Jay Rosehill specifically. You played in the league. You were successful in the league, especially Rick. I mean, 50-goal scorer in this league multiple times, was a captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So looking forward to getting his perspective. But first and foremost, I wanted to get sort of the speed up to task here on the show. But uh, off the sentiments of Rick, I, I could not agree more with what Kyle Dubas has done at this point. The onus is firmly on the player and, and, and the players. And, that, and that's one of the things I want to ask Rick about, quite frankly, the players, the onus being on them, the fact that he was a former captain. What are the, what's the leadership core saying in this room right now when it comes to like Matthews and Tavares and Marner and Nylander and even Ryan O'Reilly when he's healthy? Like what's the, what's the message being, you know, relayed to the players when it comes to like, what do we need? How do we get over the top? What do we need to think about? Um, obviously, because the players do the talking with their play. Don't get me wrong. And I think until this team finally gets over that hump in the Stanley Cup playoffs, it is going to be a work in progress. Um, and they'll have to find their way or they're going to have to face the music and the noise once again um, at the conclusion of what, whenever this postseason would end for this team. But like there are so many, so many question marks when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. But as you know, uh, you know, having watched this team the last 18 years since they started this drought of not winning a playoff series since I believe 04, 05, every year it seems the optimism is there and you start to wonder year, year, year by year and the years go by, what's going to be different about this year? But that is the hope, that is the expectation. I think you look at this Maple Leafs roster specifically, it's it's very, very well put together. And my major takeaway through the first couple weeks post-deadline is they've never possessed the depth they have right now when it comes to the bottom six. I think there's been a massive discrepancy in their past between the top six and the bottom six. I think it's starting to equal out a bit. And obviously, guys like Callie Yarncroke are going to help that conversation. I think Sam Lafferty, specifically, what he can bring 
with the PK and a bottom six look and a shutdown look. I think it's been an excellent addition. But guys like that, even seeing Zach Aston Reese on Sun on Friday, excuse me, score a couple goals. Like you, you probably wouldn't have seen that in the past. And I think there's the added element too of potentially like a Matthew Nyes coming into the picture here for the Maple Leafs over the next month. I would say maybe the last couple of games of the season once his NCAA campaign is complete, and then you just add to the depth even more there. Not to say that I I fully expect that my expectation is that Matthew Nyes is going to come in here and just grab a roster spot and be there for game one against Tampa Bay Lightning. Cause I think it's unlikely it plays out that way from a, from a depth point of view though. I, I just don't think this team has been this deep in recent memory. Like that's as far as I can go with that conversation. Uh, the goaltending is going to be uh, you know, a question, a concern, if you want to call it that um, just because of the unproven nature of like a Samsonov, if he is the guy for game one, we know Matt Murray has done it before, but it's literally been like five to 10 years. Uh, it's not like yesterday he was in game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs and then leads the Pittsburgh Penguins to a Stanley Cup. So it will be, uh, you know, that type of conversation as we get closer and closer. But, you know, as we had Rick uh, give his first sort of comments uh, on the scenario so far for this Maple Leafs team and looking past over the weekend, um, I, I do think Kyle Dubas has put this team in a position to win. And now the onus is firmly on the players. What what can they do? How can they get the job done? And who will put this team over the top? But they have to be feeling good. The fact that Austin Matthews is playing well. Nylander's been great all season long. Marner's been fantastic. JT's as effective as they come in terms of consistency. Morgan Riley's really, really finding his game. Like there's just so many positives to grab from this team. But I'll be, you know, fair in saying too, I have covered this team for a long period of time. I was their radio host for a couple of seasons for Sportsnet. Like I, I have seen this sort of thing before, um, where they're they're gaining steam. Everything looks great. I remember that bubble year when they had Joe Thornton on the team, and the Leafs could not lose, and they were steamrolling opponents. And then they get to Game One, and you know that was probably their best shot in that Canadian division. You're playing the Montreal Canadiens, and you're up three one in that series, and you find a way not to get the job done, which kind of stinks in retrospect, obviously, but. I do like this approach of taking and 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 you know taking another shot at the can um, in in the next year. Um, so we're going to try to reconnect here as we bring Rick Five back in. Uh, Rick, thank you so much for your patience. I I hate the internet too. Uh, how are you coming in now, bud? <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We got you. We got you, Ricky. Uh, so, yeah, just, just take off from where you were. Um, obviously, when you look at the weekend, the Leafs had to be feeling good. But you being a former captain, Rick, I did want to ask you this. Um what kind of message would you be relaying to your players, knowing the history of this organization the last you know, two decades and the struggles to finally get out of the first round? What kind of message would you be if, uh, you know, saying and relaying if you're John Tavares right now? Well, I think the biggest take would, uh, you know, I, I go out and give everything you got and, and lay it out on, on the ice and, and let's see what happens. I mean, I don't think there's any time for you know, big yelling, screaming type messages in the room. It's just kind of like, go and do what we do best and see what happens. So, uh, you know, you talk about positives, Rick, with this team. Uh, there are a lot of them right now. Uh, we can start with Matt Murray. Where are you in the conversation? I'm sure you guys have had it on your very own podcast. Game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, who would your guy be when it's it comes to the starting goaltenders? And it doesn't matter, quite frankly. Well, I think we uh, have to look at uh, Samsonov, I think, probably as the number one guy. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. You look at Matt Murray, and, and yeah, he, I mean, he had a great game in Ottawa. But at the same time, I, I think you got to go with Samsonov. Yeah, I'm with you on that front. I do think he has the edge, uh, but I think you need the support. And as I mentioned on the show last week, the bigger question for me is more like who's going to finish that series because I think we're at a, you know, true appreciation for the for the position now where you're seeing tandems, you know, and obviously from the tent perspective, you're going to see Vasilevsky every game of that series. But to me, I want to know who closes that series for the Leafs, and and also like Jackie Redmond, who we had on last week, made a really good point: the fact that you're probably going to be in a better position if you're turning to a guy like Matt Murray, who's got the pedigree, the track record in the Stanley Cup playoffs in terms of, you know, transitioning over to him if it weren't for, you know, like a Samsonov. So that's an intriguing conversation. Morgan Riley, uh, what, what's your take on his season and where he's gone with his game the last little while too? Uh, I think he's picked it up a little bit. I don't think there's any question. Uh, you know, he, he didn't play all that great for probably the first of the season. I mean, it was okay, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't the typical uh, player that he normally is, but he's been picking it up lately. The biggest thing that I take away from this is, like, I, I'm, I look at Tampa Bay when they won their two and their fourth is probably not that far away from their first line. and. You know, they won their two cups. And uh, I think Toronto did a great job. Dubas did a great job of doing that with the Leafs this year. And I think their fourth line is not that far off from their first line. And I think that's what will help them win in the playoffs. 
Yeah, that's the one thing I brought up while you were gone there for a second is the depth. I can't remember the time the Leafs had this much depth. Uh, you know, even guys like Sam Lafferty, we see Aston Reese get a couple goals this past weekend. And that's big. I mean, as somebody who played in this league, had a lot of success in this league, how vital is it to have the depth and the insulation for the big boys in the team? Oh, there's no question that it's, it's, it's very, very important. And, you know, on nights where, you know, in the playoffs, you, you know, you, you have last change, but sometimes they get their good defensive players out against your top players, and the other guys got to chip in if you're going to win. And, you know, we haven't seen that for a while, but right now I think if you look, I mean, their third and fourth lines are not that far away from their first and second lines. So, chipping in, they're on different sides are, are chipping in, and uh, the are and uh, uh, he has played well, uh, but they, they, they added what they needed was a little bit more grit and guys that can score and, and help those top two lines. What's your read uh, on Austin Matthews? Obviously coming off uh, an exemplary season in terms of scoring goals, something I'm sure you can really, really speak to, uh, of course, uh, but 16-73 last year, but that's a uh, one of the more noticeable things for me, Rick, the last couple of weeks is Austin Matthews seems to be in his groove again. I thought he was phenomenal, namely in that game against uh, on Friday against Carolina. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. Uh, he dealt with think earlier in the year. I think he, he's probably still dealing with some nagging little things like everybody is this time of year, probably. Uh, but I like the fact that He's finally coming around. He's, he looks like the Austin Matthews from last year. Uh, I don't think he's going to get what he got last year, 60 goals, but uh, looks a lot better. He looks like he's getting a little bit more healthy. And, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, uh, if he turns it up a little bit in the playoffs, let's uh, get by that first round. First 50-goal scorer in least franchise history, Rick. Uh, what does that mean to you? And, and, and number two, like a piggyback off of that question, what can you say about this generation of goal scoring in this league? It really, really is insane, the amount of you know depth there is and the amount of talent there is, too. There's, there's so much talent in the league now, these young guys coming in that can do a lot of different things. Um, now, in saying that, the game has changed quite a bit. It's as well um like you didn't want to cut into the middle wing and go into the middle because someone was a defenseman was going to come across and take your head off but <laughs> but they do that now and uh, but the pool now in the nhl i mean you look at zegris and you look at guys like that it, it's phenomenal the talent that they have I hear you. Uh, Rick, thank you so much for doing this. I think, uh, you know, down the road, obviously, the connection wasn't great today. I'd love to, uh, you know, do something over uh, Zoom so we can hammer it in a bit more. But uh, appreciate your time and enjoy the, the stretch drive here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I know my son plays in Cincinnati in the ECHL and they're on a good run. So I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him and, and also the Leaf game. Thank you so much, Rick. Take care, okay? All right. Thank you. My pleasure. Anytime. The, the one and only, the legend, former Maple Leafs captain, first 50-goal scorer in franchise history. 
And uh, again, make sure to check out the Squid and the Ulf podcast, the Ultimate Least Fan podcast um, featuring Rick Five. And again, apologies for the connection. Uh, you all know this is uh, the 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 glory days, the modern days, if you will, of technology. They're very very hit or miss sometimes, so we apologize uh, for the. Uh, internet connection there and uh, i do want to reconnect with rick down the road and do something maybe on zoom where we can have maybe a bit of an uh, established internet connection there i would appreciate the uh, the patience by everybody watching today and and thanks so much to rick and company for trying to figure it out uh prescott writes in good morning as we get into the uh the wrap-up here brought to you by our friends over at points back canada there it is on your screen. Great, great things uh, coming out of Points Bet Canada these days and looking forward to splashing a bit of coin on the game tomorrow against the New York Islanders. That's the next opponent for the Toronto Maple Leafs as we get closer and closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Tim writes in as well. Uh, Mood McVibes. Love the handle, by the way. Love the St. Pat's goal horn. Wish they change it up for some other games too. I could not agree more, uh, Mood McVibes. That was one of my major takeaways from that game. Be that... It was a different goal song, but A had to be the goal horn and everything that went in the same path. So quite frankly, I think teams should do this more often where you have a different goal horn, where you have a different goal song. Just mix it up. Like, especially in Leafs Nation, we hear that damn goal song and we all know my stance and our opinions on that goal song by now. But like, let's mix it up a bit. Let's go with something fresh. I like the St. Patty's theme. They, they rock in those jerseys. They look phenomenal. And I, I do like that look to mix it up now and again, uh, Mood also writes in, Bunts kept them alive in the shootout too. You're so right on that front. The nine-round shootout against the Ottawa Senators on Saturday. Alex Kerfoot wins it. And that can do a, a lot for the confidence of a player. You look at Kerfoot specifically, has really, really been fighting it the last couple months, struggling to score goals. And maybe that gets him cooking, beats a goalie, albeit in the shootout. But you have to take some positives uh, when you can take them. And I like that look as well. Uh, our buddy Mo, Mohamed Jabbar, who we met over the weekend out in Edmonton. What an absolute beauty. Took a picture with him. Good morning, Mo. Uh, he just writes into the chat here. Uh, great to meet you over the past weekend, buddy. Thank you so much for the support. And it's so great to meet some of our fans and our uh, watchers and our subscribers here on the show as we continue to grow. A lot of big things ahead for Leafs Nation over the next couple of years as we uh, we get this car moving in the right direction here and get our subs up and all that at the Leafs Nation 401 where you can follow along. Appreciate everybody, uh, uh, you know, chiming in in the chat today. Apologies again, once again, on the Rick Vive front. We're going to try to reestablish a connection over the next couple of weeks with him, have him on the show, maybe when Rosie's around too, and just go back and forth. Because again, he has that unique perspective. He scored in this league. He's an alumni. Uh, he's got the background with the team, and I really do want his perspective. I know it was a bit grainy on today's show. So many thanks again to Rick Vive. Many thanks to producer Alex for sitting tight in this conversation today. All of you on social media, Rosie will be back. That was the one concrete thing on this show. Three hits with Rosie. Always brings the heat. Doesn't matter how tired he is, how hungover he is, uh, what he's done the previous night or the weekend before. So many thanks to my astute co-host, Jay Rosehill, for stopping by on today's show. He'll be back tomorrow where we're going to preview the Leafs and the Islanders game. So stay tuned for that as we move forward another week here on Leafs Morning Take. Take care. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.